Welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and talk and watch Digimon, I guess. Yeah, welcome to the March episode. It, shut up. Shh. Stop it, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our, on our near-monthly podcast. <laughs> okay, fuck, I slept through our last recording session, okay? <laughs> All right? The Go truth comes out. I slept through it. <laughs> I like how Tyler's taking the fall for this and not the person who was cancelled like three times. <clears throat> I, I literally slept through it. So <laughs> That's true. Anyway. It was the case where we were willing to record early on another day and you were like, I can totally make that. Narrator voice, he didn't. I did not. <laughs> I slept through it. Joel and I came around that time and we were just like, he's not coming, is he? <laughs> Nope, we had a nice we had a nice little Australian segment that was just ours. Yep. Uh so yeah, hi, I'm Tyler. We're doing introductions. That's the thing we do. <laughs> is Sometimes. It? Are you maybe. sure? It doesn't usually go well, but we do anyway. <laughs> doesn't usually is kind of a generous way of putting a hundred percent of the time, it doesn't we go well. Last time. Did we? That was so yeah. long ago. <laughs> because we sat there and we went, Wow, that went well. Hey, we have Jules. Hi, it's me, Jules. Hey, hi. And Joel. Yeah, that's me. I, I try I try to sabotage it every time, and I don't know, he's getting better at remembering. <laughs> he's learning. He's adapting. I mean, no, there's literally just a note that says, don't fuck up the intro. I think it more should be a note that says, don't let Joel fuck up the intro. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, true. it's ba- it's got to basically be at this point like uh, Memento, where you've just got a picture of me, and on the back it says, don't don't believe his lies. <laughs> and it's actually a, t- a full back tattoo of Joel giving a thumbs up, a thumbs up outside of the Outback Steakhouse. That's what we call a call forward, folks. <laughs> so, to date this episode even more, Try 4 came out last week. Oh shit, did it? Yeah. Wow, I am behind the my perspective. Try two hasn't even come out yet. (laughs) The opening to this one is completely batshit insane. I mean, it's Digimon. It's like got a grain filter on it. It plays it like an old silent movie where all of the sounds are replaced with sad piano. What? (laughs) And hey, Digimon! I can't even figure out when it's supposed to be set. (laughs) Where the kids? Well, I mean, in obviously, obviously in the Roaring Thirties. <laughs> uh, apparently. Well, hey there, Ty. I'm Aquaman. Apparently, would. Oh my God! Please give me Digimon Noir. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Give me Ty and Agumon as the shittiest PIs in existence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that someone has written something like that. Right, well, now I'm going to like, Yeah, I was going to say, if you cannot find it, I will fucking write this. 
Fanfiction.net, Digimon Noir. You keep going. Well, I don't have anything else because all I've done is watch Digimon Dry. It was good. It still just raises more questions. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, since okay. when has Digimon answered questions? Exactly. Yes, this is a good point. This is true. Man, a lot of but... people in the Digimon fanfics call the characters noir. I mean, what? it sounds As badass when you're a 13-year-old Digimon fan. That's true. We do have a fiction called, a story called The Detective's Kamiya, Season 1, Chapter 1. Yes! Ooh. Ten years after the death of their mother, mm. Tai and Kari are now Tokyo's Wait, what? finest detectives, rated R for violence, adult when situations, and promote language. Well, ten years ago, Tyler, pay attention. But she's not dead. I like this. Rated R for violence, adult situations, and profane language. Rated M. <laughs> <laughs> it's adventure. Wait, what's it, ra- what's it rated M for? Like... I, I mean, know. how many rating? How many different ratings did it get here? I don't know. Oh, I do like that. Fan- M for Mon. I do like that. Oh, <laughs> well, there's the podcast title. I do like that they're on fanfiction.net. They do have it for the character listed. It's not just like Tai and Kari or whatever. It's Tai Chi Y slash Tai K and Kari Y slash Kari K. Like you got to you got to satisfy both both parties in this. But also, well, I mean, those are those are their oh, yeah. screen names. Yeah. Also, chapters ten words fifty nine thousand nine hundred and sixty six. Wow! This was published okay. in October first, two thousand one. Uh, updated September twentieth, two thousand two. Status complete. Guess what I'm eating today with a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to next. Well, let's be honest. Next month, when you uh, give us your uh, book oh. report. Oh, it's gonna be a dramatic reading. Oh yes! <laughs> Welcome to let me segment dedicated to this. Welcome to let me tell you about Digimon fanfiction. <laughs> oh, great! Yes, just what we always wanted, so, you know. So is this the, so is this the exchange? <laughs> Molly can tell you about Homestuck, but she has to hear about this bullshit. No, the exchange was I got a deep into Gunpla to the point where someone bought her Gunpla kit <laughs> off of Amazon. Smooth. <laughs> I'm a pusher. Oh, I mean, in, okay. probably in multiple ways, because you're also a bully. I, mm, I can't deny that, judging by, like, the consensus reached on that fact. <laughs> I mean, like, everyone I've spoken to who has met you in person can confirm. I mean, it's true. Anyway, okay, I do, I do just like the quickly back to this fanfic. It does say why it's rated R. R contains mild profanity, violence, sensuality... Suggestive sexual oh. situations and the collapse of a building. The collapse right, so of standard a building. The collapse of a building. Also, yeah, I mean that's pretty tra- that's pretty traumatic if you're like a young you know shack reading your first fan fiction. <laughs> Summary: A trio of good girls gone bad is wreaking havoc in Tokyo. For starters, okay, okay, a- I'm in. Tr- I'm. I'm interested. Great for starters, yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed they didn't say for starters, Digimon. Uh, for starters, they've taken a doctor to be hostage. The only ones who can save him are Tai and Kari Kamiya, a brother and sister detective team. An alternate universe Digimon fanfic that definitely should not be passed off as a kiddie show. This person also has, as their avatar, Sonic the Hedgehog giving a thumbs up. <laughs> 
Oh, that's just that's that's how you know it's a good one. Yeah, that's how you right, know yes, it's a Son- genuine if Sonic like, that's like approves. A seal of quality for fanfics. Uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog? Okay, I like I like the, the chapters in this. It's like Meet the Detectives, Part One to Three are the first three chapters. Then the, the informant who loved me. Next three chapters. Wait, wait. We need three chapters to meet two detectives. Apparently. Uh, then the next three chapters are Destined for Love, and the last chapter, chapter ten, because this is a completed fanfic, is a quick, quick hit from the mafia. Oh. <laughs> Real quick, because right. it only takes one chapter, so, apparently. Right. I mean, it, it, oh, you, yeah. you got to spend you got to spend you know ten thousand words setting up your characters so they can die in fifty. God. I... <laughs> They've written so many stories of this this person. <laughs> All Digimon or like do no, they No, cross... no, no. According according to their profile, forty five stories written for Digimon, Car Captain Sakura, Kim Possible, Powerpuff Girls, Wings Club, Pokemon, Cartoon Crossovers, Total Drama Series, Phineas and Ferb, Stoked, Psychic, Gravity Falls, and Witch. This person is the fan fiction equivalent of audio entropy. Also, um, holy yeah. shit, they, they've been active recently if Gravity Falls is on there. Right? <laughs> right. Although... They're just so, an illustrious career oh, in fanfiction. Oh, although, their most recent fanfiction is a Phineas and Ferb one. So, I think they're going back a little bit. I mean, you can always you can always dip into, you know, previous they things. They have but a like... Twitter profile. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hmm... No, I'm not going to follow them. I'm going to make the decision right now on it. I'm not going to follow them. I probably for the best. Let's be real. <laughs> let's let's be glad we don't really have listeners cuz otherwise we could be sending a lot of people that way all of a sudden. Uh, also, <laughs> although apparently apparently they've retired according to the Twitter. Oh, what a shame, you know? I do. I mean, it sounds like they have an illustrious body of work yeah, like, behind no. them. Like they, they should be proud. I do like that the. Twitter... I think they've earned a rest, Tyler. I do like that the Twitter is primarily <laughs> Sonic, anime, and stuff about the Forty ers Yeah, yeah right. I mean, those are that's really the trifecta of interests, right there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Now, I'm not honestly making fun of this person. I'm honestly quite impressed by their body of work. And That's a lot of stuff. Writing is hard. Writing is very hard. I'm barely, like, 3,000 words into my current, like, smut fic I'm writing as a joke. As I say, you know, joke in air quotes. Right, right. As a joke. It's what you tell yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more than us. Yep. Oh, totally. Exactly. Because you know we don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. So, uh, do you want to talk about this episode? I mean, I guess. Like... I kind of, I kind of want to talk about this fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us have read it so. yet. I mean, but yet. do you want to do a live reading right now? Look, the night's young. I got time. No, because we have to talk about this. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna put this I mean, in the do chat. We, do we? <laughs> it's there if we I need it. I think we have established precedent at this point that we you don't need to talk about the episode. That you do an episode <laughs> and don't talk about Digimon. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> okay, Tyler, what this. if what if we gave you twenty minutes to talk about Babylon Five? Mm. <laughs> you see, we got him on the ropes now. You see, it's not that easy, huh? Mm, it's real good, you guys. <laughs> 
This is episode 34. <laughs> the Eighth Child Revealed, which, as I understand it, was closer to about six episodes ago. But yeah, whatever. I mean, revealed to the actual characters. <laughs> yes. The, the Japanese title was uh, The Bond of Destiny, Tailmon. Because that's her name in Japanese. Oh, wait, is it? Yeah, it's yep. Tailmon. Her tail isn't even the most, like, noticeable attribute no, no. of her character. She'd be like Glovemon. <laughs> yeah. uh, the DVD title. Um, I think this is just, like, a bad translation of no. the English name. Because it says Gatemon. <laughs> I'm pretty Gate- sure yes. her name is not Gatemon. No, no, Gatemon, Gatemon we faced off, like, eight episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, with the Yu-Gi-Oh! I had to lay some cards. Yeah. Yeah. It says the DVD title was Gatemon's Mysterious Fate. <laughs> God. So Gatemon's Mysterious Fatemon would have sounded better. Yeah. Matt runs the recap and has to make sure to mention two of my Otismon's Digimon who are definitely not dead and one hundred percent were sent to the digital world. Oh yeah, no, they're fine. It's cool guys, don't worry. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. It's we open on uh, Ty, who apparently just got home from whatever he was doing. What was he doing? Is he getting home from like fighting, like Skull Miramon? I mean, there's no wait, real wait, sense of progression yeah. here to know, like, when a new day happens. So, like, this could be... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Last time we saw I'm him, he... It's no. the same day. No, no. That would just mean his life sucks. Last time he, last time we saw him, he was running to catch the crow that had the uh, Digivice. Right. So I think which he just... He, yeah, which he, he obviously didn't do. Nope, which he didn't find. Which, as we'll I mean, it's not a surprise. He, on foot, did not chase down a crow flying. Yeah. I'm shocked. But I mean, he has a flying dinosaur, so... I mean, not right now Yeah, not right now. (laughs) At times he does. Yeah, but his life wasn't in enough danger. (laughs) He didn't force-feed Agumon enough. Yeah, didn't shove enough. I mean, that wouldn't wouldn't have helped with the wings, but uh, he could have destroyed half of the city. We don't know if Skull Greymon can fly or not. That's not confirmed. I don't... I I think he's too heavy. Yeah, he's I mean, a massive skeleton. So would Metal Greymon. He's got metal nah, and flesh. He's, got, he's, 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 he's a basically wings. a bird. He's he has fine. hollow bones. Are you, st- are, you st- <laughs> are you telling me undead birds with skeletal wings can't fly? No, because their marrow all hardens up. Hmm. Learn you're undead. Gosh. I'm going to go to some experts. <laughs> I need to an answer so- this. Ty answers the Crap, phone. Crap, she actually from... has experts. This, is, this isn't good. <laughs> Ty answers a phone call from Joe, who says, Oh, yeah, I've been looking through all of our phone books, and I can't find anyone who could possibly be the eighth child. Which makes sense because, you know, we know who it is. And it's Kari, and they wouldn't really have her in their phone books. No. Also, Tyler, I want to point something out, because you said that uh, Miko was never seen again. Yeah, yeah I'm you, looking you, at her you right up. now. You fucked up. Because Ty's like, oh yeah, I haven't found my phone book, I'll keep looking, and start searching through his room. Meanwhile, Kari's just hanging out with fucking Miko on the balcony. Tyler, you Power Rangers wikied us. Wait, like, what the f- How the fuck did this cat get back? It's a cat, Tyler! It's a cat! 
How do cats ever get back from things? I imagine they just this open up Elder's like portals. On the other side of Tokyo. So? That won't yeah, stop a cat. Tyler, have you, Tyler, have you never heard the autobiographical uh, tale, The Cat Came Back? <laughs> <laughs> also, meanwhile, Gartemon seems to have just stolen Ty's spyglass. I mean, that's like the, like, the one useful thing he has. And I mean, at this, this. Point, she, at this point, she's still ostensibly evil, so like stealing things is fine. Yeah, but she, she is a cat burglar. Oh, I hate <laughs> Anyway, she's using a spyglass to spy on Kari, and I guess has flashbacks to her awkward assassination attempt, in which she attempted to kill a child. Yeah, I, I do yeah, like so this Gatomon's... flashback. I'm pointing that out. Yep. Gatomon's inner monologue is very, very focused on, like, driving home the Kari and I have a weird bond. It's weird how much of a bond Kari and I have. Yeah. It's weird how I couldn't kill a literal child while she was unaware of my presence. Mm. Although I do like... It's never happened to me before. I do like that they put a sepia tone filter on the flashback. Yes. It's great. <laughs> and we start getting, uh... Gatomon's depressing backstory. Yeah. Oh, she is also she's also apparently very jealous of Miko. Oh yeah, <laughs> she is. Well no, yeah. Yeah, she's like, like, look at that, look at that pet cat over there. I know. I bet, it, I bet it eats gourmet food out of a can. It's the wet food every day, <laughs> God. I never got anything Spoiled like that when cat. I was growing up. No, because when she was growing up, she was a dog who got beaten up by a vampire. <laughs> Sorry! Just that sentence. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, right? <laughs> literally true. Uh, God, I want to see that in like in a fucking biopic. They cut okay, out a so... bunch of scenes in the English dub of this episode where it was just Gatomon's various incarnations being more violently hit by Myotismon. That's... Well, I'm okay with those being cut, to be completely honest. Yeah. So also, at one she point... takes one of her gloves off and is like, this is the scar that my Otismon gave me when he hit me. She does not ever take her gloves off. Ever again. Well, I mean, no, well, she no, doesn't want to see she's ashamed of that hideous scar, come on. Now, that's also a fucked up thing, because we don't see her w as Salmon with that scar, so whenever she digivolves, she just gets a reminder of her past abuse. Yeah. Digivolving's yeah. fucked up! Digivolving is really fucked up. Suddenly, a fucking wizard appears. As they want to do. <laughs> he just floats in. He's like, ah, Gatomon, remembering the good old days. <laughs> Gatomon goes, what have I told you about reading my thoughts without permission? Can he do that? Can Wizardmon read minds? Is that something I forgot? I don't know if he can or not. Like, he clearly knows Gatomon pretty well, so, like, he knows what she's probably thinking about. She clearly knows him and is like, I've told you not to read my mind. Like, there's a way you can phrase that to, like, friends, again, who know you well enough and they're, like, trying to guess how you're feeling and you can say, like, hey, stop trying to read my mind. Like, that's a way you can phrase it in a sense that doesn't imply that, that they the have ESP. Yeah, exactly. She's literally like, stop using your telepathy. As a callback to, because we never make callbacks to things that happen off the air. Joel, that picture you had of whether cats have VSP or not? No, cats don't, but wizards do. 
<laughs> Cats can, can apparently detect ESP, but don't have it themselves. It's kind of a fucked up deal. So this scene is just really weird, because Wizardmon shows up, and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on, Gothamon? We're old also, friends. Also, I goes, think Wizardmon transferred over from a Final Fantasy game. He's got too many zippers. Yes. Yeah, from the Nomura of Final Fantasies, you know, post-7. <laughs> he just, like, Gothamon says, you need to be looking for the Digidestined. So he just leaves. I mean, she is technically what? his superior, I guess. I Yeah, it's just... He showed up only for her to yell at him, and then he left? Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> okay, that sounds about ball. right. Yeah. I mean, that is what I remember of the earlier relationship as a child when I watched the show. Yeah. Wizard, Wizardmon doesn't have a lot going on in his life, okay? <laughs> he really doesn't. He really doesn't. <laughs> ever, since so... he got kicked off, ever since he got kicked off the moon from his monster-making gig... Oh. <laughs> anyway, Wizardmon uh, finds Kari's Digivice in the bird nest because apparently he's the only competent person to look for anything in this show. I don't know if that's yeah, competency. No, he... I mean, yes, he is the most competent person in this entire show, but more that he just happened to come across it. Yeah, but he was I mean, the yeah, only I mean, one there was... actually fucking looking. Everyone else was just like standing whoa, around. Whoa, going, whoa, whoa! Sk- Skull Miramon was looking. Skull Miramon got bored and decided to melt Tokyo Tower. I mean, yeah, so would I. Because it was hot and he wanted the air conditioning, and then it broke and he got mad. He was sick of that fucking trench coat, and he put time into like he's at least disguised. Yeah. Wizardmon does have the most clever disguise of just being himself, though, but... Wizardmon just looks like a dude in a weird costume. Yeah, Wizardmon would not look out of place in, like, you know, Shibuya. you don't see his mouth, because his mouth is terrifying. Yeah, there's a lot of things about terrifying mouths in the show. <laughs> so, yeah, Wizardmon is picking up the Digivice. Well, uh, after he murders a fucking crow. Okay, he did, with he magic. did just... He did just invalidate my earlier our earlier praise of him being competent because he sees the crest go off and he says, "I wonder what could be causing it." Okay, yes, yeah, sure. Like, dude, <laughs> there are literally seriously, two things that could cause that wizard mon. Yeah, like e- either the Digivice or the Ace Digidestined, and even then, I think that's more linked to the Digivice itself. Yeah. So yeah, he <laughs> kills a bird. He fucking magic. murders the bird. Yeah. Well, yeah. We know wizards have like no moral a compass. Fireball at this bird. But I do want to point out that the animation shows the bird flying off. It doesn't change that he just tried to kill a bird he with did. magic. Well, the thing is, is that is not like he threw an offensive spell at the bird because he does use that attack later on he in a way. Burned a spell slot. <laughs> so you know how you know how some cultures believe that like ravens are a person's soul. Right. Like, leaving. What happens if you kill a raven? What does that turn into? Um, it, it turns into a star, which then falls, which then becomes a meteorite, which can strike the earth, which then turns into minerals, which then can... I'm not going to go into the cycle of life. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, so, I thought someone would cut me off at some point. No one did. <laughs> no. No. You should have known better. <laughs> so Wizardmon picks up the Digivice, but... Apparently, Demi Devimon was kind of just stalking him, I guess. Cause he just I mean, that sounds up. about right. Demi Devimon knows Wizardmon will actually work, and Demi Devimon doesn't want to. Yeah, and Demi, yeah. De- yeah, Demi Devimon knows because Wizardmon will work that he will actually be able to skive off of his work. 
And Demi Devimon's like, oh, what did you find? And Wizardmon goes, oh, I'll show you. I found some taco sauce. Okay, so, so he says... not taco he says sauce I, in the slightest. He says, with his cloak closed, well, I'll show you, but you have to promise not to tell anyone, and I'm pretty sure, I was pretty sure at this point he was going to flash him. Yep, I was just like, yeah. hmm, this is where fanfic began, I bet you. Instead, he just shows him what is clearly a bottle of booze. Yep. And the implication, I guess, is that he's just really drunk. He's drunk on the job. Or well, pretending that... to be drunk. Well, the thing, Demi Devimon goes, how can you be eating on the job? It's like, that's an allegory for something. They're, they're definitely covering for something. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. Like, I'm not sure he's pretending because he had that bottle at the ready. That's true. <laughs> He's just had a couple. No, see, that's the dummy bottle. The real booze is in his, is in his hip flask. Well, I mean, he's got enough zippers to be hiding stuff in. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And those pants are really baggy. Who knows how many bottles are in there? <laughs> just imagine him when, if in actuality, when you hear Wizard Mom walking around, it's just a bunch of bottles you're clanking together. Like he's like, he's like, okay, so you know how in uh, Adventure Time, like the Ice King's robes make him look all chubby, but he's actually like just. Yeah. Ronnie as hell. Yeah, exactly. That's what Wizardmon is, too. Like, he's just all, like, <laughs> skin and bones, and all the rest of his bulk is just booze. <laughs> just imagine Wizardmon walk walking around, Godhomon, I need to tell you something very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the source of his wizard power. Like, he got so drunk that he, like, ascended. <laughs> right, he's like the drunken master equivalent of wizards. Yeah. So the sauced sorcerer. I am. Hold on. Hold on I, I need. I need to write that. The down. wino wizard. I need to write this down. Drunken wizard fighting in my as a D and D character. I need. Have you never this. played beer wizards? No. What? You it's say this like it's a known you drink, thing. Like, cans of beer, and every time you finish, oh one, yes, you have, yes, you have to tape it to the right, other cans, right. and then you have to fight with your wizard staffs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Wizards don't actually fight with the staves, Tyler. They emit yes, magic. but we aren't wizards. <laughs> well, what's the point Why of the game, Why would you call then? it a wizard stave? Call it, a, like, a fucking bow staff. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds more like because drunken martial arts. Be a wizard. <laughs> but, but you could be a drunken master. Yeah, like... But that's not a wizard. It's a monk, which is basically, a, like, a it's, punch wizard. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Oh, a punch wizard is Cyclops. Ah, uh, you're punches. you're right. No, he, you're actually right. He's more. He, well, no, he's a he's a punch summoner. Ryu yeah, is that's a thing. punch wizard. Ryu is a punch wizard. That's true. Right, and Ryu is basically a monk. See. Hmm. So we cut to Kari and Kai watching TV, <laughs> and they are all about this fucking watermelon. I mean, it's watermelon. Yeah, Watermelon's yeah, fantastic. Watermelon's I... just hiding under the table and, like, steals Watermelon when he thinks no one's watching. <laughs> I just, I want to imagine, like, this is a children's picture book that mom doesn't know there's a dinosaur underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man, make it one of those with, like, the little, uh, uh, little, like, things you can pull and it, like, moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. So, like, you can have him reaching up for Watermelon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So the news report on the TV is all about how young women all over the city are being struck with sudden anemia <laughs> because Myotismon is sucking their blood out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if in reality, if I was watching that on the news, my first thought would be, 
Vampire. Yeah. Got to be a vampire. I mean, it's it's that stupid like kids shows in the late '90s problem where like there's certain things they just can't do. That's yeah. why uh, it's like Morlin in uh, Spider-Man didn't suck blood; he drained plasma. Yeah, yeah, which is totally not yeah. the same thing, guys, yeah. and which is totally, totally better. Different. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Why would you not just be like, hmm, okay, yeah, there's definitely a vampire. Because there's all these women with no blood and bite marks in their necks. <laughs> People suddenly shown to be only wearing jorts while howling at the moon. More on this story later. Like... <laughs> yeah, this is there's an outbreak of John Cenaism. <laughs> <laughs> Police are, uh, police are trying to find them, but we just can't see them. Yeah, everyone knows that John Cena is a wizard because he can cast invisibility. Right, yeah. yeah. So the phone rings again, and it's Matt, who I guess is just calling Ty immediately after last episode. That makes sense, honestly. Like, I mean, under considering what just went down, I'd probably check in, too. Yeah, yeah. like, hey, we just fought, like, the big bad. Which means that Myotismon's... Also, An- Anjuman showed up again. Yeah. Just FYI. <laughs> like, we've got him again. He's not dead, by the way. Just saying, you know, he's okay. Like, he figured that out. <laughs> Didn't die this time. Yeah. Myotismon's night must have just kind of sucked. Because he goes from, like, having to fight Anjuman and Wegururumon to this episode. And he- I would just be over that shit. Listen... I would just be like, can I go back to sleep? Being an arch-villain is... Very, very time-consuming and hard work. Also, he will go back to sleep soon. He's a vampire. It's okay. You don't have to worry about that. He has to. (laughs) So, yeah, it's Matt telling Ty about Myotismon and how they had to fight him. Uh, And he's like, you need to hurry up and find that eighth child. Because this is getting bad. Like, (laughs) Things are going rotten. This is kind of disaster level. A little bit. So, we cut back to Gatomon, who is again talking to Wizardmon. And he's like, hey, wait, no, I found a Digivice, look. It's, he's basically just trying to convince her, it's like, hey, I know you're the 8th Digimon, and I've known the whole time, but I waited until now to tell you. Did they, did they actually reveal how the fuck he knows this? He just knows. I feel like Cause, there was... Cause he knew her before she joined up with Myotismon. I feel like there was some so weird... kind of knew. I feel like this, there was some weird disconnect in the story department of this show, which, you know, I'm making grand leaps of assumption here A by saying that... A disconnect in the story of Digimon? <laughs> well, it more feels like... Yeah, so strange, so strange for them to in- introduce a character <laughs> that just kind of magically knows a bunch of things that are relevant but to his the thing, plot his and drops thing. it at... Occasions when it's convenient to him. Here's the thing I would have really, actually... really odd lapse in characterization. Here's the thing show. I would have actually really enjoyed if they did something like if Wizardmon was somehow also Jedi and that they're actually like the same person because they're just too no. Ma- I like Wizardmon. Don't ruin him. <laughs> what well, no, 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 no. having characters that are secretly Jedi. No, but thing like it's not secretly Jedi. It's more the other way around because this idea that. There's some Man, secret Jedi would be a hell of a party game. Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> but like this idea that Wizardmon is trying to also be the mentor to the Digi Destined is a pretty cool idea that's never ever even given 
like the proper exploration it requires. Well, no, of course, because like a, well, no, any good mentor, he gets yeah, he gets killed. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, I just I just like the idea of turncoat turned mentor. Well, see, I don't think he's a turncoat. I think he's been like more of a like a double agent the entire time. Like, I think the only reason he joined up with Myotismon's stuff is to, like, keep an eye on Gatomon and be there for her when it's time for her to talk. But I don't think that's the case, as we can see later on, because that was just some fucking weird happenstance. Um, yeah, he, like... Yeah. We get a Wizardmon flashback. True. Which... This is a flashback-heavy episode. shot. He's, like, collapsed in some desert city, I guess. Mm-hmm. And... He's collapsed on the ground, and then three Gazumon ride past on scooters and laugh at him. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then Gazumon goes to give him a drink. Some real Ben-Hur shit right here. And we see his mouth, and it's terrifying. He's just got, he's just got a mouth that's stitched up, like a doll. Yeah, it's just like... A cut in his face that's been stitched shut. Yeah, I, I think right, he's, he's, a, he's a former Muppet. Scary. This is what happens when you try to leave the Jim Henson factory. <laughs> blood in, blood out. So there's this whole scene where Gadamon's built him a fire and the two of them hang out and they're all pals. And we go back to the present and Gadamon goes, hey, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, is Wizardmon gaslighting Gatomon? Like, to actually to actually use the, the term properly? So we like... know for a fact that he has some form of telepathy because Gatomon said so. He might just be making false memories. That's fucked up! <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, fuck? he's Wizardmon? a wizard. Why are wizards I'm telling you, such you can't assholes. never. Yeah, never trust a wizard. Yeah, wizards are assholes. This is true. So. Wizardmon's like, nah, I remember all of this stuff happening, and you also clearly told me you are the eighth Digimon. Like, let's be real. Because, yeah, Gatomon goes on about how she was waiting for someone, waiting, 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 and then just, like, that person never came. about waiting. She's like, what could I possibly be waiting for? And then she just turns around and watches Kari put Miko back inside. Because Kari's clearly terrified that their cat is going to fucking take off again. Because... That cat will so, take off in a moment's notice, apparently. It's a cat! What I want to know, what I wanna know about this is what the timeline of everything is, because, like, she was on her own long enough to naturally digivolve to champion level. Yeah. I, I think... Remember, the, the other Digimon were on the, the same, like, little hill with each other for hundreds of years waiting for the kids to turn up. I well, she got dropped Lord, because that's Jedi can't hold eight things at once. Well, we because we don't know because here's the thing: when the seven kids initially first arrive, they all are scattered across like a general area, and they all meet mm. their their partner Digimon ind- individually of one another. Like we see Matt just fucking roll up into the forest, just holding Sudamon like they've been friends for fu- fucking like five years. Like it's cool. Yeah. Um. So. I want to imagine at some point, like, the the partner Digimon didn't really know about, like, each other specifically individually up until that point when they met each other with the rest of the kids. And there is explicitly a shot of the seven of them dancing in a circle on a grassy hill. That's true. 
Well, then Gatamon got. Well, then Gatamon <laughs> got fucked over at some point. Like something yeah, happened. No, we know what happens. So Is it's the, real. In Myodoswan's castle, before it was his, where all of the Genies live, and they've got the eight eggs, and then Paimon attacks, and Genie grabs the eight eggs and runs, but he drops Gatamon. That's right. Oh my That's god, I forgot all about that. Yeah, it. And then Paimon does this thing where he like buries this black ball in Genie's back, and it's never mentioned again. Oh my god, that does happen. Holy shit. <laughs> It's yeah, Digimon's good up. about never mentioning kind of important plot points. Yeah. Maybe the black yeah. ball's what made Dig- Jedi such an asshole. I mean, it's possible. But, like, okay, in that case, then, that egg was just somewhere. It hatched somewhere else. And because of that, both that... Boy, it's sure... It sure is convenient that Kari didn't show up. Yeah, I was gonna say, island, that huh? would... Man, that would suck, mm. actually. Man, do you think Jedi intentionally got her sick so she'd miss <gasps> summer camp? Oh my god! Well, because if Kari had turned up, it would actually have all been so much easier for them, because the moment she stepped foot in the digital world, the fucking angel spirit right. would have possessed her and told them everything that was happening. Right, which is exactly why Jedi arranged for her to not show up, because he's fucking Dumbledoring them and forcing them to do things the goddamn hard way. Because Jedi has Jedi to be in control. hates the angel spirit. Yeah, Jedi has to be the one control. Jedi's boss. Jedi's the big man. It can't be anyone else. Like, she can't yell at me if Kari never makes it to the digital world. So, <laughs> I want to... So, I'm guessing all the stuff that's happening in, like, these flashbacks between Gatamon and Wizardmon is happening... Like parallel to the Digidestined adventures in the digital world. No, I think it's before that. Yeah, it's got to be a while before that because I guess they like they have years of history. Yeah. What well, we what well, we don't fucking know that. That's the thing. Well, we have to assume that they are because they are at least friendly with each other. Yeah, but like Digimon We're... evolve at a fucking like drop of yeah. a hat. Like, it's not like that actually indicates physical and, like, chronicle age. Mm. She could have digivolved into Salmon after, like, wandering off for a bit, then come across Myodoswan's castle within a few days, then within a couple of weeks digivolved into Gatomon to try and maybe take him out, and then just stayed like that, because that was her strongest form at that point, and then met Wizardmon all within a couple of weeks. I think the fact that she's having trouble remembering any of this kind of points to the fact that it was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, at one point she literally says it's been so long, I can't remember who I'm waiting for. But also also remember as well that the kids keep saying how long it's been since they've been home. Yeah, but they're kids. They're idiots. They don't know how time works. (laughs) That's true. They don't have have fully realized object permanence. Hundreds of years old. (laughs) Which is scary. So while Kari's like putting Miko back inside, and Gatomon's just watching her. Wizardmon goes, yeah, whatever. What's up, Kari? And just kind of flies over and says hi. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm done with this fucking game. Yeah, he's... He, yeah, Wizardmon's just like, no, just fuck it. Why didn't I just introduce these two? Fuck it. <laughs> um, Gatomon follows him, and she's like, what's going on, Wizardmon? He just kind of puts the Digivice in her hand and pushes her towards Kari. <laughs> I do like as well when Gatomon follows Wizardmon, she does the same tumble like <laughs> forward yes, flip. The same flip yeah. she always Slow does. Slow motion flip. Like I gotta why? Point out. What? Why? Why do they keep doing that? It's her thing, I guess. She does slow motion flips. 
I mean, if I could do slow motion flips, That's you true. bet your ass I'd find excuses to do them. That's true. Also, I want to briefly point out, is Wizardmon stuff a Digitamamon? It's just the sun. No, but it looks like an egg with, like, the cracked visor in it. Oh. I thought it was just the sun. If you look at it next time, you'll see that that staff is huh. is maybe an indication that at some point Digitamon will become Ra's sun god, <laughs> beholder to all, <laughs> and giver of life. Maybe like, that's what his mega form is. Oh god. <laughs> so Wizardbomb puts the Digivice in Gardamon's hand and pushes her towards Kari. And Kari's like, ooh, what's this? And it just starts to glow because it's hers. Mm-hmm. And Even though she that. was around it earlier and nothing fucking happened. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of laying around the house for days. Yeah, it was just kind of sitting on her desk for a while. Never did this. Uh, Garlemon has a flashback to when she was in her uh, in-training form. It's the most sad. It's the saddest fucking flashback. I. And it's just her in-training form, like, shivering in the cold. Well, I like it shows well, it's, it yeah, different while it's seasons. Raining. While it's raining and then sitting on a... F- tree while, like, the leaves are falling during autumn, and then sitting on a cliff top while it's snowing. So, yeah, like, getting buried I'm in a snowstorm. I'm sure that this scene is happening at the same time the other seven Digimon are dancing la, 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 and laughing la, la, in the la, la, Yeah, just cut to. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fun. Isn't it fun? We're gonna meet our best friends. La, 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 la. <laughs> I wonder what happened to that other one. What other one? La 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 la. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said there were only seven. <laughs> Myrdasmon, who has like a creepy smile, and I guess just uh, like made her his minion. He's a vampire. That makes sense. Yeah. Kari goes. What are you guys talking about? Because <laughs> she missed the first half of this conversation and is really fucking confused. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I like it to see Agumon just looks out the window and goes, Oh shit, people are talking to Kari. Can't have that. He jumps out. I do I do really like I do really like that you're getting formally introduced to somebody for the first time and like within minutes they start talk talking for a while about some conversation you weren't a part of that includes the words, Then those days of torture and despair began. Right, yeah. This shit is messed it's up. It's like, um, I'm gonna go, actually. Nice <laughs> meeting you. Yep. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you around. Nope. Not happening. Uh, I like how Agumon's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna shoot a fireball. Yeah, yeah, I and love that Agumon's, Agumon's decision here is, okay, I'm just gonna, like, Blow Kari up, I guess. That'll get her out of the situation. I mean, he's, he's been hanging. the three of them standing there. He's like, I could shoot the wizard, I could shoot the cat, or I could shoot Ty's sister. I mean... Guess which one he picks. <laughs> <laughs> he is Ty's Digimon. Like, I like Agumon a lot, but... He ain't the sharpest yeah. tool in the box. Gunnamon just tackles Kari out of the way yeah. and takes the hit. Uh, and again, they took out another scene here from the dub where she apparently she slams up against the wall and it is quite painful. Jeez. Which, ow. I mean, if you got hit with a fireball from a dinosaur. Yeah, it would hurt. She's fine. She says, I remember now. I have My memory is back. <laughs> right, because getting, yeah, getting blown up by works. a fireball will do that, yep. 
Um, it's like, it's no fire. It's no waiting. frying pan to the noggin, but it's a close close second. It's a fire pan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I remember I was waiting for Digi Destined because I'm their partner, and hey, Carrie's the eighth child. And Ty immediately goes, "That doesn't make any sense." Why? <laughs> Why doesn't it, Ty? How does it not make sense, Ty? Is the most because because if thing it does, happened. if it does make sense, then Ty has been doing a terrible job. That's true. He doesn't want to be. Ty just does yeah. not want to live with that reality. With everyone else goes, no, actually, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> I like the idea that after Skull Greymon, Ty was like, "I'm never going to make these mistakes again," which means that he'll never listen to anything that points out that he's at fault ever again. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, truth and facts are whatever Ty likes to hear. Exactly. I like it. Yeah, Ty goes, that doesn't make any sense. And when everyone else is like, no, that makes sense, he immediately just falls back to like, who is this wizard motherfucker? <laughs> I don't trust you, wizard. <laughs> God. Which is, you know, the the appropriate response to meeting a wizard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Wizardmon says, no, I follow Gatomon. I don't really give a shit if you don't trust me. And then he gives Ty the fucking Digivice to hold on to. Yeah, yeah, I love that. He gives it to fucking Ty. To Ty! Yeah. First of all, the worst person in trust with something important. Yep. Second of all, the person who owns that is, like, standing right there. Just give it to her. Literally right next to you. Like, I know... He's giving it to Ty because, I guess, without the crest, he feels like... Kari wouldn't be much use with it. Well, no, he also says, like, safe. with the Digivice, that's the thing that will, like, activate any of the fake crests Midasmon's henchmen have. So, now that Kari's yeah. actually with the Digivice, it might actually be best to keep her away from it as a means of, like, not getting her killed. Yeah, like, that's what he's saying, is that, you know, keep this because Kari can't do anything with it. Yeah. Except put herself in danger. Right. While we go steal the crest that she can use to defend herself. Yeah. Which, you know, makes sense. But this fucking crest, alright? God, Just like, this next what bit. the fuck, this crest? So, Wizardmon just picks up Gatomon and they fly off together? Yeah, which away great. we go! Um, I guess Myotismon is staying on this island now? Yep. Okay. I mean, that is a real island. Yeah, I know, but he's been in so many different places and they're always like this is Marodismon's lair talking about it as if it never moved yeah I mean he might have multiple lairs at this point so once they land Bob the Bakamon's back <laughs> I fucking love Bob yes the I was so happy that Bob was back <laughs> woo he shows up to stop them and nobody can get in because Marodismon is feeding upon the night that's Which I need terrifying. to point out is being said by a flying ghost guy talking like just a dude. Yeah, he's great. But that is courage for my oldest one is out murdering women. So, great. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Wizardmon doesn't give a shit. Wizardmon just blasts him with fucking magic. Yeah, Wizardmon mind controls him briefly. He Jedi yeah, mind tricks yeah. him. With a, he, th- he shoots a thunderball yeah. at him, which apparently like puts him under a thrall. Wait, it's what like, he did to that... No, it wait. Like changes his memory or something? Isn't, isn't Thunderball what he used against the crow as well? Yeah, like it's one I of his signature attacks. His spell. <laughs> Every spell is Thunderball. 
He's one of those like, specialists. What the fuck, wizard mon? You can't just wizard away people's memories. Apparently, I mean, you can. To be fair, it's a very versatile spell, so I don't blame him for <laughs> using it as a crutch. But it's just this is so easy for them because he hits them with this memory spell thing, and the Bakamon's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, it's basically a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. Yeah, he says, "Oh, we were just here relieving you of duty," and he's like, "Oh, sweet, thanks." Like, don't forget to give us the key. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. He has of the and most. He throws <laughs> this massive novelty old key, metal key. Bob the Barker, it's huge. Yeah, Bob the Barker one, aka Gallagher. It's <laughs> such a big key. Oh man, if Agumon saw Bob the Bakuman sh- smashing up watermelons, he would destroy <laughs> him. <laughs> there would be not a force on this earth. That could stop him. Like that's just full. Like that's straight up like War Greymon mode. Like no, yeah, no, no, yeah. That would that would activate it right there. <laughs> so they unlock the massively oversized lock to Myodismon's room, which is the giant key. Like okay, I get that. There is no reason this key has to be as big as it is. Also, like well, it it, because the lock is as big as it is. I mean, come on. This is one of those things Myotis Mom bought off of eBay, but there was no like size comparison picture in the in the <laughs> listing. So it's like it's just the opposite of what usually happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or it's like when you buy I mouse pads. This lock was small. I mean, it's like when you buy mouse pads online. You think, oh yeah, it'll just be a small thing, but they like actually take up your entire desk. Yeah. But also, so... like this idea that Myotis Mom, I get it. You're an evil, you know, arch nemesis. You need to have your shit under lock and key. But also. Why did you put yourself in a jail cell as your bedroom? Yeah, like what? Because that's Cause... metal, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well just has cinder blocks as his shelves. Like, because <laughs> the only thing in this room, which is behind like a barred door, is his coffin. Is a co- is his coffin? And I mean, you we just don't see it because the camera doesn't pan over far enough. But he totally has a darling Violetta poster hanging up in the background. <laughs> He's got a turntable set up and like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So they open up his coffin, and they're like, oh, look, the crest is under his pillow, I guess? Yeah, yeah, he's put it there there for the crest fairy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He needs to get some some quarters. Myodismon turns up, and he's like, oh, looking for something? And he holds out the crest, and Wizardmon's like, damn, it's another copy. And then he pockets it. Myodismon breaks the crest he was holding, so it clearly wasn't the original. Yeah, apparently in... This is a weird fucking change they so made in the in, dub. Yeah, in the Japanese one, the one Wizardmon picked up is the real crest. Well, I mean, it has to be here too, right? Yeah, it is. He just says it's a fake and puts it in his pocket. I guess? For no reason? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe they're going. Maybe they're going for a fake out where they want you to think Myrtismon destroyed the real one. Yeah, they are. But then doesn't it's which is, it which is absurd because, because if it was that fucking easy, he would have just done that, and yeah. then this whole problem would be solved. Yeah, like they, they don't need the real one for these fake ones to just like have their digivice. Why did he powers. keep the real one? I don't know. Like, well, I mean, you don't want them getting a hold of it. No, but like, like okay, this is Mindful's plan. He should have made just fucking, you know, Kinko's copied all these cr- uh, crests, given to his henchmen, and then just thrown the actual one into the fucking digital ocean. I mean, oh, they, mean like, the that's tags? where, yeah, yeah, like the other ones were. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, the kids were. You mean like how apparently Devimon was 
like, oh, they can't get their hands on these tags. I'll put them in the ocean. And then they found them anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah and I guess I'll tell everyone about it, too, because everyone knew exactly where they were. <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough, I guess. I mean, that's Demi Devimon. I mean, Demi no, Devimon... That was, that, de- was, that was regular Devimon. Oh, it was regular Devimon, you're right. Yeah. I mean, regular Devimon put them in a box in an underground convenience store in the ocean with a mole thing guarding it. Yeah. He didn't have to. He could have just chucked them in the ocean and they would have never found them. This is true. So, Myotismon just kind of beats up Wizardmon <laughs> for a bit. Yeah, a little Poor bit. Wizardmon. God, you remember when our headcanon for the show was the like the villain was a DM trying to run a <laughs> like a tabletop adventure? Yeah, we've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps talking about like the way Gatomon looks at him. She has rebellious eyes. Well, no, actually, now imagine this like as a continuation of that theory. Like this is the new campaign where like they bring over their old characters and stuff, and. This is, like, Wizardmon is the DM insert who's trying to keep them on the right track. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's been, yeah, he's been trying to lead this whole, like, mystery thing, and the kids are just not picking just up any fucking... of the clues. Yeah, because, like, because, just... like, you know, uh, you, know, you, uh, you know, you come back to the real world, and you have to find the mysterious eighth child, and, like, they take the logical leap of, well, we're gonna just, like, look through our phone books. No, mm, shit, like, that's actually... In any other case, the right Crap, thing I to do. Yeah, like... I didn't. I didn't plan for that, so I can't let that work. Um, <laughs> shit, shit, shit. And it's like I'm just going to ramp up the stakes and keep killing more and more civilians to create a sense of urgency. But they just ignore it because it's it's a game. So they're, like... they're they're NPCs. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're just like, God. That's what. That's why all these flashbacks come over force because he's trying to convince this like new player who's coming to the game as Gatomon's like this all. Happened, didn't it? Right? <laughs> right? Right. Work with me here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So my favorite tactic that my oldest one has in this is uh he just picks up the two of them and drops them from the sky. Yep. <laughs> um Wizardmon can fly. Why would that work? I know. Well, like cuz uh, cuz he well, here's the thing. Wizardmon can fly. He's the one who lands on his fucking face. Gatomon's a cat, so she just, like, gracefully lands on her feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, but neither of them should be particularly bothered by a fall. No, they should be fine. So, Tai and Agumon can see Gatomon and Wizardmon, who are just fighting Myotismon now. Who, again, is probably just really pissed off, because he just got back from being beaten up by an angel and a wolf. Yeah, what? that is a bad day. <laughs> yeah, like, that is a bad day. Also, hold on. I've seen this island. It's not that big. Where the fuck did Ty and Agumon slash Greymon come from? I thought that the implication was that, like, uh, Greymon just kind of waded across the river. <laughs> and oh, Ty yeah. Sat I, okay. On his shoulder. okay. I bet I bet the instant they got to the got to the street, Agumon digivolved, and they realized, oh, crap, we have to walk all the way over there yet. <laughs> yeah. See, this is where the swan boat would have come in handy. It would have, but the swan, swan boat, boat is, is busy. Keep trying to keep the digital world intact. It's, <laughs> I'm just, I'm it's, just going to fail because it's just one swan boat, but it's doing a valiant effort. I'm just imagining I mean, it explicitly fails because have you the digital world is fucked. At have, the have you the view yeah, two, but it takes a long time. Have you the view two seen Samurai Jack? Like all of it? 
Oh yeah. Okay. I, I don't remember most. Do, of do you it, remember? But... Do you remember the episode where like he's trying to get to like this portal of time that will actually take him back, but there's a guardian yeah. protecting, it, and like you see a brief hint of what Jack will be, end up being. It's like you know with a king's crown, his long raggedy beard, this yeah. cloak. Just imagine that's a swan boat at the moment back in the digital world. Like it's just been this valiant yeah. folk hero. Yeah, see, right, around the, the, right around the right around the time come back, they would have gone back to the digital world. And instead of it being like the spiral mountain, it would have just been the swan boat's neck. <laughs> yeah, like right around the time that uh, Venom Myotismon shows up in the real world, in the digital world, the swan boat is having its valiant last stand against the Dark Master. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> the swan, the swan boat's just going. They'll remember this. Like, <laughs> on, so, like the the kids would not have been able to beat the Dark Masters had the swan boat not like weakened them. Yeah. But the, but of course, then again, well, never going to find I mean, that out because Jedi doesn't want anyone else taking the credit for the glory. Man, give that's Not what like Tri should have been. Anyway, Tri should have been a spin-off. The Dark Masters are back. <laughs> Tri, what Tri should have been is an entire spin-off that was just episode Swan Boat. Oh man, the Swan Boats, man. the Swan Boats Untold Adventures of the Digital World. <laughs> so. There's lightning striking everywhere during this fight. Yeah, yeah. When a wizard and a vampire fight, storms appear. Yeah, that's but that's like, fair the lightning enough. is just. I mean, that's where the that's where the that's where the that's where the colloquialism for a really bad electrical storm comes from. Up, oh, the vampires and wizards are fighting again. I'm now going to call any thunderstorm here that from now on, Joel. I give you my word. Excellent. <laughs> there are a lot of thunderstorms here, mm-hmm. so I will have a lot of opportunities. That'll, that'll catch on quick then. Yeah. But what the lightning that's striking just hits my Odysmon, and he doesn't care. Right, because he's also, like, lightning elemental, so I'm sure he's resistant to it. Yeah, his attacks are like red lightning. Notice, not like a, oh, that didn't hurt. It was just, he got struck by lightning and did not react in any way. Because he's Cause a fucking he's vampire. A vampire. One would think with, you know... Fire from the sky, that would be the closest thing you could get to holy fire that isn't from an angel, and it's still not affecting him as a vampire. That's kind of... Gunnamon and Wizardmon are getting their asses kicked, and Myodismon has my favorite line in this episode. Dreams do not exist for the stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's basically that's basically a mid-90s Castlevania line right there, and I love it's it. It's so good. I need... Like, I could, I could hear that dick. in... Symphony of the Night. I want that to be instead of you know, um, you know, uh, man is just a whatever line, but just sprite work. My Odysmon saying in Castlevania game in the speech bubble that dreams and <laughs> dreams are for the stupid. Yep. God, I want that. I want that badly. Yeah. So Mon goes, yeah, whatever. I'll kick your ass. I'm the eighth Digimon. Why would you tell him that? Why would you tell him that? Why would like, you wait, tell him that? Like, way too... Like, I mean, first of all, I have a feeling he probably knew. Um, But he chose he but didn't. Sec- he didn't. Yeah. Like, that's... This one is, like... Seriously, Bad at though, his what job? the fuck does he want? Blood? I mean, Cause... look, he's a vampire. Being immortal gets boring. Yeah. Because he says at some point that he's like, I am going to be the one to rule the digital world. It's like, so... Why are you killing humans again? 
Also, I thought like it was implied that Devimon and Modusmon worked for the Dark Masters. Like he's got to know he's not gonna. Like he's got to know he's not the top of the food chain there. I think the implication is that the Dark Masters got sealed away and they only broke free because so much time passed (laughs) in the real world. Because. Again, that weird beginning of Tri-4, I'm pretty sure, is the Dark Masters being sealed away. Because some crazy shit happens in that opening. I should get to watching pretty that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Sounds like it. Hmm. So Monosmon just goes, yeah, alright, whatever, I'll kill you and your wizard pal. Drops Wizardmon in the river. Yeah, um, <laughs> wizard's one weakness. A river. Yeah, river. Hmm, okay. I mean... Yeah, drowning. That's a that's a way to kill a wizard. But yeah, he can, he can fly. fly. <laughs> Not when he's in the water. You don't know that. Yeah, like birds can fly in the rain, but they can't fly underwater. No, but the, mm, but he's a wizard. Yeah, like a wizard who specialized in electricity spells. <laughs> yeah, but he's just not like, going to do great in the water. No, but like you drop well, a Pikachu in a pond, a Pikachu's going to be fine. He specializes in electricity spells. All we know is that the only spell we have ever seen him cast is an electricity spell. It's not even electricity, it's thunder. It's sound. Yeah. You're right. You're right actually. It's it's the uh, elemental opposite of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Ty turns up riding on Greymon. I lo- I honestly because just like that visual. Just like, hey, we're here to help. <laughs> yeah, a big, a giant pudgy dinosaur like walking up from the horizon is a pretty through good the image. fog. Through, through the, the fog. fog, yeah, it looks great. <laughs> so he gets smacked with some lightning whips because, of course, you do. I mean, yeah. And then digivolves, and this is the worst digivolution, like. Nothing comes out of this, because he digivolves, Hey Digimon kicks in, shoots his boob missiles, Mosmon slaps him out of the way, and he turns back to Agumon. That was it. Yeah, he's like, well, I tried. Yep. I'm done now. (laughs) Gave my best. Participation award, please. Seriously, he digivolved for about 15 seconds. About that. It was very short. And Mosmon is absolutely fine. Mm Mm-hmm. He is now 100% sure that Gardamon is the 8th Digimon, because, <laughs> you know, straight up the Digigestin turned up to defend her. <laughs> Pretty much. So he uses his bats to kidnap her, and says, yep, you're going to be my bait for the 8th child. So yeah, and flies off, and laughs evilly. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Yep, that's you know, you know, it's it says a lot when a vampire summons bats to carry off a like sentient cat <laughs> to use as bait to like lure an eight year old. An eight year old, and we can just say, and we can just do it for an angel, right? And we can just say, and that's it. Not really much happens. Yeah. Also, the cat used to be a dog, by the way. Yeah. And it turns into an angel and then a dragon. Right, I think that's that's what Darwin posited. <laughs> the ultimate life cycle, dog, cat, angel, dragon. <laughs> Wait, hold on, but then can't she also turn into a Valkyrie? She can. But 
She can also I turn into like they're a, going to go with that one. She can also kind of turn into a griffin thing sometimes. That's true, and she can shoot yeah. stones from her. Yeah, and then has like that weird lasso like combo attack that they use like three times. Oh yeah, because yeah, oh two. Let's not talk about it, please. Well, we have We're to. We're not there yet. <laughs> yet. Hey, not my fault that I wanted to watch the movie after we finished Adventure 01, but no, you're saying we have to watch 02 as well. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be weird. On if we didn't. Yeah, it'd be weird to have all these other characters showing up. <sighs> we don't know. <sighs> I'm just going to be making that noise when we get to, like, the third portion of that movie. Yeah, it's also because the third portion of that movie actually makes no fucking sense. No, it, none whatsoever. <laughs> it's just, what the fuck is going on? Well, so, I mean, yeah. they realized they realized that what they had was like barely enough to fill a TV special, and they had okay. To fill now for I've time. had a bit of panic because um, I was like, oh, do we have any questions? And I went and looked at my Twitter page to notice I have thirty-eight <laughs> notifications. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that um, one to hit. What the fuck has happened on the Twitter? I mentioned Outback Steakhouse, which summoned a friend of our show, uh, D- Dinah, because she loves dunking on Australian stuff. And tangentially related cool. Australian stuff. Also, a lot of people have Outback, Outback Steakhouse opinions, surprisingly, or questions relating to it. Well, Tyler, do you want to okay. first check the email account and also mention where people yeah, can send us questions? Oh yeah, that yeah, there, yeah. There's there's no emails. I think the the Demi Devamont essay has scared people off because they now they think they have to raise the quality of the emails. Oh, so I mean, much. no, no, you don't. It doesn't need to be quality. It just needs to be quantity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't let that scare you off. Let that encourage you. Let that motivate you. Yeah. Let that drive you. Yeah. So yeah, if you have questions, you can email them to us at digitalmoncast at gmail dot com. Or on Twitter, at DigitalMoncast. Or send them to me, at GatsbyLow on Twitter. Alright. I I, I seriously have to scroll way back on my notifications to get to the first question. (laughs) So, first question comes from uh, at ArkinCrystal, a friend of ours, Tull. How authentic is Australian cuisine... Australian cuisine is Outback, and also, what is Australian cuisine? Tyler, what the fuck is Australian cuisine? Alcohol, most. A <laughs> little bit. Um, like, semi-serious answer? Kind of a mixture of a lot of stuff, because we don't really have our own culture, to be completely honest. We just steal everything from everyone else, more so than America, to some degree. Um, I mean, you're stealing yeah. the you're stealing our whole shtick of stealing other people's culture. Well, there so we I think go. That puts you up one over. We do have a big <laughs> cafe culture, which is unique to Australia. I can definitely say you go to an Australian cafe; it's not the same as you'd find elsewhere because yeah. cafes are like not just all coffee and like cakes and stuff, but also like smoothies and burgers and sometimes alcohol as well. They're like mini restaurants. Yeah, exactly. And they're kind of everywhere. Like, you go to a suburb, it's going to have one cafe at least. everywhere. Yep. Kind of partly because Australia has one of the best coffee cultures in in the world, surprisingly, which is really weird. 
like, the more I think about that. I get why it happened historically through, like, uh, immigrant culture um, from, you know, the Mediterranean bringing over so much coffee and from different areas and different uh, methods, but also kind of weird that when you hear, yeah, Australia has some of the best coffee in the world. Little absurd. Um... Also got a question but from... how does Outbacks compare to Australia? How does, yeah, how does Outback compare? Uh, the answer is, it does not. It does not. Like, we have steakhouses here, and we like steak, but it's not the abominations you people create in Outback. I mean, it's a pretty standard me, American steakhouse. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> we do not eat blooming onions. They are not a thing that exists. They don't exist here. We also oh, don't drink poor, Fosters. You poor, poor people. <laughs> we want to put it to rest. Fosters is not a thing in Australia. They don't even sell it on tap. Yeah, we know. No it, one drinks it. It's horrible. It's we have some horrible God, beers. I wish, God, yeah. I wish America's like stereotypical beer was like that, because fuck, Budweiser sucks. No, we just drink VB. Ugh. Ugh. Don't bring that but swill onto this show. Four X gold, man. I'm from Queensland. It's everywhere. I know, but like, baby's bad. It's like re- It's like genuinely really bad. It's cheap beer. Of course, it's bad. Yeah, but like, it, bad. there's cheap beer that's inoffensive. This then, then you've got VB, which is really bad. Yeah. I, I don't even want to give it any more credit more than it deserves because I don't want to say like oh it's horrifying or terrible or, like disgusting no it's just bad that's all it deserves it's just bad <laughs> anyway next question comes from uh, Roxanne at Nemo Woodbine on Twitter what's the difference between an awesome blossom and a bloomin' onion uh-huh. I okay. I have heard the phrase awesome blossom what is an awesome blossom I'm now looking it up because that's kind of crucial to this question. I have apparently no it's... Wait, apparently it's just a variation on a Bloomin' Onion? Oh, oh it's okay. at Chili's, that's why. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a trademark name. Is gotcha. I guess that's the main difference between them. Well, also, let's get into... What the fuck is a Bloomin' Onion? Yeah, seriously, what the fuck is it? I well, mean, it's... Yeah, it's Joel, you have more experience than us in this field. I mean, it's not that hard. It's basically like onion rings, except it's a massive like pile of onion. But they're not rings. No, so what? No, but it's the same concept because an onion ring is just you slice an onion and you, you know, batter it and deep fry it. Right. So the bloomin' onion is you cut the onion in a shape that kind of resembles a flower, and then you batter it and deep fry it. That's a big onion. Yeah, it's huge. It's a lot of onion. Like, it's not like, because onion to me, like, is like fist-sized. That's an onion to me. This is I mean, more, like, this is slightly bigger than my head size. Right. That's not an onion. That's a monstrosity. That's a Toho Tokusatsu monster. Like, I mean, if you can grow a fist-sized onion, you can grow one as big as your head. You can, but should you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's not a question far. that American cuisine asks. <laughs> Just... The secret is that they've been harvesting onion mon for the last few decades, <laughs> and no one has been able to confirm the, the rumors. <laughs> God, 
no one, no one, cost, no one yeah. has the the FDA has not been able to get a hold of one uncooked to do a test to find out how much percent of actual onion is in a blooming <laughs> onion. I do like. I just again, I I love single like matter of fact lines from Wikipedia entries, and for the blooming onion Wikipedia entry. I quote, despite the implied association with Australian cuisine due to Outback Steakhouse's branding, the dish is almost unknown in Australia, in parentheses, much like the Outback Steakhouse chain itself. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about it right. It opened one in Brisbane and it shut down like six months later. Yeah, with pitchforks and torches and stuff, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> no, just no one went there. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got another question from um, uh, Replace Why Thy on Twitter. Same uh, at handle as well. Would you say that the digital moncast has any rules or just right? To that I say, to both, no. <laughs> yeah, no rules and no right. We had no right. We, thought we, we don't have rules, rules. But then we realized we did not. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We like, have... It's not even a matter of we break our own rules. We didn't bother to create rules. Yeah, we just assumed they were there and then went, hey, we, we No, go. we assumed the rules would come to us naturally, and then we realized, no, we're lawless assholes, all three of us. <laughs> we're the three people on every other podcast who would create tangents and long meandering discussions and terrible puns that disrupt yeah, the show. The worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get, it's like a super group made up of Travis McElroy, Elliot Kalin, <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, yeah. this is our own Australia, except they, nobody sent us here. We just created it ourselves. Like, oh, God. Um, next question comes from um, Kusi Kusi at Kusi Kusi on Twitter, uh, known as Ruth. Was the loaded Bloomin' Onion better than the Bloomin' Onion? Why are there so many <laughs> fucking questions about Bloomin' Onion? Because I asked about Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Joel, do you also know- asked about wizards, and we haven't had a single <laughs> wizard yet. Man, I, I think it's proving that Outback Steakhouse is way more popular than wizards, which is kind of terrifying. Yeah, that's messed up. Also, Joel, you know do you I know think, what the loaded blue you know onion? I think what? the reason behind there being no questions about wizards and so many questions about blooming onions. Yeah, the wizards have cast a spell on everyone because they don't want people to talk about wizards, because <laughs> then they'll get found out. Could also be so that. If they- if anyone's given the option to talk between about wizards and something else, they just sort of choose something else because the wizards have influenced them. I also do posit the possibility of, say, another um, magical, uh, mystical spell that I may have also attached a picture of a blooming onion to this question. Oh. So you, I, you, may, you may have swayed the, uh, I, I, the I may swayed the audience that? a little here. I don't know if a wizard made me do that. I just heard Thunderball and now I just did it. Like... <laughs> so to actually address the question, if you aren't familiar with a loaded bloomin' yeah, what the onion, fuck is and you that? aren't familiar, and if you aren't familiar enough with uh, American fast food cuisine, oh, to, uh, I think I know. Put it together, okay. So you start with a bloomin' onion, right? It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty simple, pretty basic, healthy. You know, onion, yeah, uh-huh. deep fat fried, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, very healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put on top of it French fries, uh, melted cheese, and bacon. Why did so I? What you're saying is it's kind of like a heart attack in physical form. Not kind of. I think actually. Do not order the loaded bloomin' onion. <laughs> so are you saying it was worse than the regular bloomin' onion? 
Oh no, I'm sure it's fucking delicious. It was created <laughs> by an onion wizard. <laughs> but you eat you eat two bites of that and you will feel your like veins clogging and like your cholesterol. It does say on Wikipedia that it was a limited variant from twenty first of June last year to August second of last year. Alright, um so here's a here's a write up from Huffington Post that mentions oh God. at one thousand nine hundred and fifty four calories and one hundred and fifty five grams of fat. It didn't seem like the original Bloom could get worse for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <coughs> so when you Welcome add the other the stuff to it, you get 2,360 calories, which is, more, which is more caloric intake than most of the offerings from the Cheesecake Factory, which has Holy been counted shit. the unhealthiest American eatery. Holy hell. Unhealthy. Unhealthier than the Cheesecake Factory is a hell of a commendation slash curse. Yeah. Like. Somebody, Jesus. Some, they, there's an Instagram post here that um, compares it to the equivalent of half a dozen donuts. Oh, that's a lot wow. of donuts. Donuts are sometimes food, people. It's a lot of donuts. It's a lot of onion. That is a lot of onion. That's yeah, a see my my first thought here isn't heart attack; it's heartburn. Like I take more than two bites of this, and I'm going to be feeling it all night. Oh, so you're saying it's 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 actually worse than death? The curse of living. Yes. Okay. Good to know. You don't want to survive <laughs> loaded blue onion. You hope this thing takes you out mercifully. You hope to go into the sweet, that sweet is, embrace that of is, night. I I assume the loaded blue onion was created to. to uh, form a side dish for one of those um, eat a, you know, 48 pounds of steak contests. Yeah. Ugh. God. Yeah, in case you get tired That's of the steak, here you food. go. This thing is too much food, people. And it's this. I mean, I can't really judge because I did eat 15 KFC Wicked Wings in one night the other week. After already like, having just... three square meals throughout the day. I mean, were you just really, really high? Because that's what No, happened. it was the case where <laughs> I was coming back from work. It was 9.30. I was very tired and I saw that, hey, KFC's still open and they've got an, um, like a, uh, what was it? That's right, nine pieces for $9.95 deal on, like, once every week. I was like, yeah, I'll go inside, have a look. And they said, there was a little notice that said, Due to like a food truck delivery failure, we don't actually have the chicken for the nine pieces deal, but we do have Wicked Wings, so we're offering you fifteen Wicked Wings for ten dollars. Like that's some pretty good savings right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the that. Cardinal, the cardinal mistake at any fast food establishment: running Wait, the numbers. I, I run the numbers at every fast food establishment I go to, Joel. So you just perpetually have too much fast food. Too much for the average person. An adequate portion for me. Because I'm, I'm an eldritch beast, like, taking form with my stomach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was there was the time I did beat the family record of eating my grandmother's homemade dumplings in one night, and that was 52. So that how popular a how popular are buffets in Australia? Like, I'm pretty sure that 52 dumplings has more mass than my entire body. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you are quite tiny, Tyler. Like, yeah, that I am I... a very small person. 
Well, now I know what we're gonna do when we have the eventual oh, Moncast meetup. We're just gonna weigh dumplings. <laughs> do you? <laughs> and then I'm going to eat Boy, them. Boy, you make it sound so exciting. <laughs> just get some novelty large scales, put you on one, and then put the dumplings on the other, and then I consume the dumplings afterwards. Everyone wins. And by everyone, I mean me. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused <laughs> at what I get out of this. <laughs> um, anyway, back with the questions, because we do have more. Oh god. Uh, Tal again was surprised because I think she did her own research and then just responded back to with, What the fuck? Did you know that Outback was founded in Florida by Americans and is just appropriating Australian culture? Yes, every Australian knows yes, this. We know. We know. Um, we know. <laughs> uh, replace, uh, replace Why Lie also asks, How is their steak? Joel, I think you can answer I mean, this. How is this steak? I'm, it's it's fine. I mean, it's pretty standard steakhouse quality. I, I think I mentioned earlier. It's uh, I'd put it below Texas Roadhouse, but like above. That's Chili's. not a yeah. It's not a really a point of comparison we can compare That's to. That's a great frame of reference. Yeah, for like us. what would what, what? I mean, what, I don't I don't know how to tell you, tell you relative quality of steakhouse <laughs> steaks. Was it good or not? <laughs> like, I mean, it was. Personally, I'd rather just make my own steak, but it was fine. Okay. I do like that you had so much trouble trying to just answer if Outback Steakhouse steak was actually good or not. Like, I didn't choose to go there. My dad wanted to go. <laughs> Poor uh, man taken hostage. Well, similarly, uh, the next question comes from Mal at Crom underscore fair. Why did my aunt decide Outback Steakhouse was going to be the place they're taking me for birthday lunch? Because Shouldn't, they are evil. Yeah, because... Hmm. Wait, and for your again, birthday? Potentially, if it's your birthday, influence had some part of it. It's for their birthday. Yeah, the, yeah, the Outback, the Outback Wizards definitely will get you, but... <laughs> I'm pretty Why sh- aren't you the one who decides where birthday dinner is? I mean, so, like, there are cases where, like, my parents have asked me, Hey, where do you want to go for your birthday? I'm like, you decide. Because I don't care, really. Because I don't have, like, a particularly right, favorite restaurant. Right, but then restaurant. when they pick Outback Steakhouse, that right gets revoked. Yeah, but that's the problem with Outback Steakhouse, because they entered uh, quite a paradox situation here of, there are no, no rules, just right. So you have no rights by their rules. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I broke Joel. I get enough sleep to understand <laughs> anything you just said. I understood what she said, and that's why I can't answer it. Like, that's a... If I was a robot, I'd be, like, short-circuiting right now. <laughs> um, and then uh, Mal went on to ask, how many bloomin' onions can one person eat? I don't know if it's me. Three? Like, I think that depends Dude, on the... What's three? Yeah. So we just the... say that they're, like, yeah. two and a half thousand calories each or something? I mean, if I haven't had any other meal, then yeah, I can do that. So... I think that's going to depend how much one person can eat is going to depend on the person. How much one person should eat is a pretty fixed number. It's zero. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm just scanning through because then a lot of conversation broke out amongst our question yeah, askers. All of these notifications, none of them are questions. Uh, some of them are. Melding did Gosh. did frame something as a question, which I'm going to ask, which is uh, Melding at uh, Melding Quixote. Oi, good day, mate. You want to put a shrimp on the Ute's Barbie? She hates. It's a fucking prawn, mate. It's a fucking prawn. Also, she really hates 
the word Ute ever since I told her what Utes Ute. are. Yeah, she hates it. What's, the, what's wrong with Ute? <laughs> Joel, do you know what a Ute is? No. It's a pickup truck. It's a pickup truck. It, it's that's, short for utility vehicle. That's incredibly stupid. <laughs> Why? Why? It's, it's a Ute. It's even shorter than pickup in terms of, exactly. like, syllables. You call him a truck. Well, no, because we have, like, yeah. we have actual trucks. Like, we have, like, what you call semis, like... Yeah, semi is... A, that's what we call a truck. We also, yeah, a but a pickup truck is also a truck. No, it's a ute. Yeah, it's a ute. <laughs> we also have souped-up utes, so like sports cars. When I'm not joking here. No, I mean, I've seen those too. Like, people are weird about their trucks. No, but these aren't custom. These are, like, actually, like, out of, uh, show floor manufactured, like... That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> People are weird about their utes. <laughs> People are weird about their utes, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to scan if there are any more questions. The, the, an so. the, an the, the answer to the question, though, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever seen a ute with, like, a portable barbecue on the back. Oh really? Uh, that doesn't that you should no, spend more time in, in America. No, Queensland it gets so hot that you can just cook eggs on your youth. No, that happened in Sydney as well. It reached the point where people were just like to test how hot it was in Sydney. Uh, one point earlier this year, they just cracked eggs on like the pavement and show you could just fry an egg. In yeah, Australia, there was a video of a guy sitting in his pool cooking eggs. Yep. On the edge of the pool. Yeah. Because it was so hot. Welcome to Australia. It's hell. Australia sucks. It's so hot. Don't listen to this, my boyfriend. I don't. I want you to come here. Don't. It's okay. Australia's cool, really. I mean it. The big problem is. <laughs> Do you really man, think he's listening to this? No, God, no, God, no. Construction <laughs> next to my apartment. Mm -hmm. So there's all just weird sounds coming out of it, even on the weekend when people really shouldn't be working. So I have to shut my door to my back deck, which means there is no breeze. And I also have to turn my ceiling fan down, because you can hear it on the mic. So, whenever we record, it is fucking hot! <laughs> it's so hot! I mean, yeah, this is the hottest podcast out there, Tyler, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that does it for anyway. questions, then. Uh... <laughs> because people just wanted to talk about Bloomin' Onions quite a lot. I mean, I can't blame Well, them. look, look, we may not have created a lot of, like hot content for this podcast, but we facilitate a conversation, and that's important, too. Oh, man, can you imagine a Moncast forum? It would I can terrible. now, and I wish I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it just plays that uh, string arrangement from um, Platoon in the background. We all, just took a, <laughs> we all took a moment to think about that, like, oh, Jesus. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> Just shit anarchy within the first ten posts. I mean, it would have to be unmodded, like. Oh no! Yeah, God no! Would it, either like, of the, like, like no would it either rules, three of us? Just right? Yeah, exactly. N none of us would mod this shit. We don't mod ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. There's some, even just among everyone else in the audio entropy Slack chat. There's a lot of weird shit goes on in that chat. I don't know to what you're talking about. the point where people have considered making entire podcasts just to talk about the day-to-day -day events of what goes on in that chat. I mean, I did buy a body pillow last night. You did. 
I don't really know what you're talking about, I was Tyler. looking to see if you could get just, like, creepy Anjumon covers for it. <laughs> well, you could have fucking sent me an Anjumon Never Nude cover for it. I was thinking about it. <laughs> God damn it. But I couldn't find one. Well, now I've opened up myself so badly to, like, <laughs> everyone just threatening to send me, like, anime body pillow covers. Yeah. Like, that's... That's part of having. A I feel like color. I feel like the real pros make their own. I I do I do enjoy that. The first thing my mom said when she when I walked in through the front door carrying this thing on my shoulder was, "That's not your boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> Again, first thing. That's my mom. She's amazing. <laughs> but if you want to get a sense of like how I learned how to burn people and bully them, my mom. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, unless we have anything else to talk about, I think we might be done. I think that does it. Right, that's... I, we're under two hours. This is kind of scary. Actually, I'm yeah, whatever. <laughs> Here we are. Holy shit. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can check I mean, out... We could stall for a while. <laughs> Alright, Jules, Jules, you still, have the, you still have the fanfic <laughs> open, right? Yeah, I do. Hold on one second. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, downtown Tokyo, the city of Tokyo, it's no surprise that this humongous city is so cheerful on this great day. The sun is- I have lost all the, the, sun, the sun is shining brightly up in the sky above the city. The camera pans go around to this. showcase like the thousands of people walking up and down the streets only morning. There's a camera in this fa- fanfic! There's a camera! There's a point of view! God damn it! <laughs> As is the same with any other metropolis, the city of Tokyo is filled with evil doers and villains, all threatening to make the city their own. Are we still recording? I mean, I am. <laughs> Tyler, are you there still? <laughs> no, I, I, I think you met a bailed, which means we've got full control. Did I just hit? <laughs> did, did you just? Did you just? I, all right, I'm did, back. <laughs> did you just go to the bathroom? Yep. <laughs> okay, well, let's end this episode, actually. That's a really good way to end this. <laughs> Our host, <laughs> God damn it. Cool network at audioentropy.com, where we have our cool shows. I won't name them because we have so many now, it's impossible. Yeah, we were reflecting on how we started this network with four shows, and we thought that was a lot. Whoops. Yeah, we so Less many. than a year ago, might I point out. Yeah, we all got kind of addicted. To making podcasts. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh... <laughs> I have been Tyler. I've been Jules. I continue to be Joel. And we'll see everyone next time on Digimon Digital Moncast. Dun, 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 dun. A blonde-haired man wearing a green shirt and khaki pants Fuck suddenly snatches the pass from a yellow-haired woman wearing a strapless yellow dress. She screams as a man takes off.
and welcome again to the Digital Moncast Australian segment, which again, we always film at the beginning for no real particular reason. I said film right, again, not record. Yeah, especially, yeah, it's especially <laughs> pointless since no one can ever see it. Yeah, exactly. No, it's fine. It works out. One day we'll stream yeah. this. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the audio oh, should be slow. It's fine. Lord. Good lord, could you imagine streaming this? I mean, Joel, what do you think is going to happen? Disaster. Joel, what do you think is going to happen when you eventually visit Australia to see me and Tyler? Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Crap. <laughs> We're going to get a couch set up. We're going to have it all. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you better That'll get be camera ready. You, I mean, yeah, it's the Moncast. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about all the stuff we don't put in the show. Good Except point. For that one time I put it in the show. Yeah. The Moncast is a disaster in any medium. Be it podcast, streaming, newsletter, you name it. Now I'm imagining yep. what, what a newsletter run by Aussie would be like, and that's horrifying. Anyway. Oh, you guys, you guys haven't been getting the newsletter I send out? Well, not the physical one. I get the e-newsletter. Well, get, you, yeah, no, you're, you're missing out. Well, I mean... Oh, I mean, it's, I, do it's, some, I do some fancy Mad Magazine type stuff with the paper that you just cannot replicate in an e format. Yeah, but it's such nice paper. I just had to use it to like wrap up birthday presents. I just I don't actually read it. It's just wrapping. I don't know if that's even worse because now you're subjecting other people to it. <laughs> and that, that, I I think that's I, a at war that point. It's kind of guerrilla marketing. <laughs> yeah. Gorilla, not in gorilla as in like subterfuges, such gorilla as in like vicious, like an actual gorilla, like just just <laughs> just assaulting someone, yeah, like it's a gorilla. Silverback level, yeah, silverback level advertising. <laughs> anyway, this is the Australian segment, and I was desperately searching for f- funny Australian news because, again, uh, to borrow a phrase from another podcast, no bummers in this segment. This is all just hilarity. That's it. Yeah, which is basically challenge mode for the Australian segment. At the yeah. Point. Like, fuck. Yep, it was the case where I was just scrolling through news and, and just screaming, nothing's funny. Nothing's funny. Except, I did find one thing. And again, bless you, horrifying Australian fauna. <laughs> because the other week, there was an incident in a cafe within my own state, New South Wales, of a goanna. A very large one. One the size of a, say, medium-sized dog. That somehow got... Goannas are big. Some goannas are small, but goannas can be big. So for non-Australians listeners who aren't me, maybe explain what you're talking about? Oh, right. I keep forgetting. Goanna is not like a common term outside. So... Imagine a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like, without the wings and fire breathing. Well, the fire breathing has yet to be determined or not. So I'm still dragon, suspicious strip, of them. Strip yeah. out all of the major components of a dragon. <laughs> well, okay. So, goannas are giant monitor lizards. Imagine, say, the they Komodo dragon. Die. Yeah, like, they're really kind of like just a smaller Komodo dragon. Yeah. And not that much smaller. They're fucking huge. Yeah, they can... They can get big. Uh, so... <laughs> this goanna, like... It got into a cafe here in New South Wales and had to be literally dragged out of the cafe by a waitress. If you just Google, go Wait, on a waitress. Like, uh, was it like an exclusive cafe or something? Like, that seems kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it wasn't wearing shoot, shoes nor shirt, Joel. It's a very simple rule to follow. And there was very clearly a, a sign out the front no that rules, said no right. Goannas admitted. Yeah, they already have one. 
Kind of more than one. <laughs> but, yeah, for people out there curious, just Google Goanna Waitress Australia. You'll see how big it is. Cause I can't really describe... It's, it doesn't make sense when you first see it, because you think of lizard, you think of something small. So seeing a woman carry a goanna out by its tail, like dragging it along the floor, like a freaking mop... When it's probably the like the length of a mop as well. What I what I love about this picture is the way they kind of just, I mean they're kind of a floppy animal anyway. So yeah. Like, its back legs are just sticking out, and its front legs are kind of spread out in the front. It's like it's trying to grab for something <laughs> it's just, while it's being drug away. Yeah. It's just kind of like sliding along the ground. Which is great because it's a cafe, so it has pristine hardwood floors. So it works out <laughs> in the end. I j- yeah, this goanna just looks like, oh, come on! Come on! You didn't even give me a chance! Now, okay, I'm good for it, I swear! <laughs> now, the thing is, goannas are also carnivorous. Now, they primarily, when I say carnivorous, they prim- primarily eat, like, smaller mammals and, like, you know, insects and stuff. The funny thing that makes me wonder about this restaurant, though, is that goannas are attracted to rotten meat. Hmm. Because they're carrions. So, why would a goanna be attracted to a cafe with only supposedly fresh food? So, you think this was uh, like a plant from health services? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't, yeah, this ma- is an officially this is an officially <laughs> licensed government goanna. <laughs> so, what? There's like the goanna is like dragged out, and then just like it reports to like a nondescript white van outside with like a monitoring no. crew inside. <laughs> just like we got him. <laughs> This is scale. This is scales out. one reporting in. <laughs> the goanna, ta- we're a go. The goanna like takes off its little cowboy hat, which has the miniature hidden camera inside. <laughs> I got it all. I got it all. <laughs> I even got a sample. It just opens its mouth and just there's a hunk of rotting flesh in it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I also was just looking through fun facts about the goanna, as I'm one to do. Um. <laughs> oh god, I just so I initially read out that this off the air to uh, Joel and Tyler that a quote from the Wikipedia page on goannas is the debate on whether goannas are venomous or not is growing, which is a preposterous statement to make because as an animal who's been whose existence has been known for upwards of a century, you would think. Maybe, maybe some specialists and scientists out there would have determined if a large native animal is venomous or not. I mean, how, how? Explain the, to me how, you can just tell. What, like, this is like if you no went to ask them, are you venomous, ask. and expect them to answer, like, <laughs> they're gonna lie about that, you can't trust them. So if you ask a goanna if it's venomous, and then you are suddenly stricken down with some sort of venom... I mean, One would assume that is circumstantial evidence. You cannot <laughs> prove a link between. Well, okay, Joel, that. you're trying to defend goannas here, but also you just assume that all goannas would lie. I mean, if yeah. I was venomous and a scientist asked me if I was venomous, I would lie. <laughs> well, Joel, <laughs> we've brought a scientist here, and we'd like to ask you some questions. <laughs> Go for it. I have nothing to hide. <laughs> I'm just imagining that a goanna like strapped to um a lie detector with like the the lamp on on it. It's like, are you venomous or not? No, 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 no I swear it's I'm all good. I'm clean, man. I'm good. 
But then as he leaves, it's got like the shady music, and he's got shifty eyes. Yeah. As soon as he's as soon as he's gone, the guy administering the test realizes that every single one of the answers can be tracked to something in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like that, like it was only shown in a recent study that they have all toxin-producing glands, and I just want to imagine, like. The just a field of scientists just sending out like people to go get goannas and they keep coming back again stricken with venom and they're just like man this is puzzling <laughs> this is a real toughie folks yeah we've we've hit a we've hit a, we've hit a real like snag in our uh, venom studies here because uh, our our scientists keep getting sick I'm like this feels almost like some weird. Cave Johnson from the Portal Universe, like experiment, like <laughs> <laughs> just God. These crazy scientists keep trying to tell me goannas are venomous. That's <laughs> oh, bullshit. <laughs> I've been eating goanna for months. I'm fine. <laughs> Who knows what kind of venom it could be? Koala venom, kangaroo venom, quokka venom. Who, you can't trust those fools with those smiles. <laughs> Now Look like they want to hug you just so they can stab you in the back. <laughs> exactly. With venom. Yep. With an actual knife, because goanna, like, because uh, you know, quokkas are all very much trained in the art of the butterfly knife. Oh yeah, no, I assume I assume they uh, Roman gangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I also saw the Roman gangs, but they're like West Side Story gangs. Oh, right. just... yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to see a group of. Quokka's marching formation. Yeah. <laughs> Snapping fingers. Okay, I know what to draw next in my sketchbook. <laughs> um, but there was one line on this Wikipedia page for Goannas which I I saved for this recording. I didn't want to read it off the air because it's it's a magical piece of writing. Alarmed Goannas can mistake standing humans for trees and attempt to climb off the ground to safety. Which is which is understandably painful as well as distressing for the human. Incredibly terrifying. It's probably not terrifying. so great for them either. <laughs> like, I want to imagine this goanna goes. Oh, uh, the phrase "distressing yeah. for the human." I want to like. Did a goanna write that last bit? Like, <laughs> is this in the field guide yeah, to goanna-human interaction? Yeah, it was being written for the benefit of other goannas. A fucking lizard etiquette book, like. God, just imagine, like, just imagine the Gwana situation. Like, oh God, uh, things. Um, what do I do? Okay, that thing. Two legs, two arms. Uh, it's got like fur at the top. It must be a tree. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> like, uh, the fact that Gwana is like, yeah, some can be small, but the majority of which are fairly large. Like, humans would be small trees, and humans would would be like bushes. Goannas, in terms of like relative size. So, yeah, goannas get quite large. How much safer are they going so to be one human's height off the ground? Exactly. So here's the question: How good is their eyesight? Can they actually see to the top of a human? That's true. Like they they'll, they just see the trunk part, and they're like, "Well, I'll climb this," and then that climb doesn't go very far. Oh, I like the idea of every every goanna being Mister Magoo. <laughs> that's why it was in. That's why it was in the diner. It, Wandered in there by mistake. It couldn't <laughs> read the sign. If only they just noticed this comically large glasses. Ah, oh, this isn't reptile gardens. <laughs> <laughs> I also do like. Garden's 
wonder if Reptile Gardens has any of those. I should go find out. I, I do also like that. <laughs> the idea that also... Goannas, when they're, like, extremely, uh, you know, threatened or alarmed, they can also run away on their hind legs, which is both a humorous oh, but yeah. terrifying thought. Imagine. They, like, oh, yeah, stand no, up seen... on their hind legs and yeah. just fucking run I've seen lizards do that. I mean, it's, it. basically, uh, it's basically that one enemy from uh, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, pretty yeah. <laughs> Just Except, God. like, way more like that because Goannas are big. <laughs> yeah, Goannas right. are big. I just want to, they're, I, they're incredibly goofy looking when they run until they're like attacking you. In which case, <laughs> in which case, you need to run. God, yeah. I, I was also just like how lazy they are for the most part. They'll just you just find them lying on rocks or in the sand or I in mean, trees. That's any cold-blooded animal, really. Oh yeah, that's why I you know relate to them on a very visceral level. I will admit, I'm I'm that weird person who finds goannas cute, but then again, I find most lizards cute. But also, goannas are terrifying. Again, see this image I'm linking in this chat. So, you, you'll find this, folks, if you Google goanna, which is G-O-A-N-N-A. This is horrifying if you saw this. <laughs> it's like it's lying in wait to it jump out at you and you like, yeah. come out of the door. This goanna is fucking uh, Sam Fishering, this house. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I would actually be pretty psyched if giant lizards were just hanging out by my apartment. <laughs> that, that'd be cool. <laughs> God, I just like even that. For a long time, farmers associated goannas like you know uh, sheep being killed because when they saw a sheep corpse, hey, there'd be a goanna just eating it because it's you know run meat. But like you know, that's because they're carriers; they're attracted to any dead animal. Right? They're 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 bringing down the sheep. They're just taking advantage of the uh, opportunity when they find one. But I do like the idea that you know, oh, you hear in other places like. There are foxes and wild dogs that kill uh, cattle and such, but no, in Australia we just have roaming packs of giant lizards. Because of course like, we well, do. I'm liking the image of a goanna taking down a sheep because, like, they're big for lizards, but compared to a sheep, they're not that big. No, but yeah, goanna taking down a sheep is whew. That'd be a challenge. But then you're also gonna think, what the fuck did the goanna chase away? To get that corpse. Huh? God. Steve yeah, Goanna versus Dingo. I'd watch that. That. Hmm. I. I was about to make two simultaneous jokes, be it either a porno or some uh, MMA style video of like a Goanna versus a MMA a Dingo. style porno. There. Bam, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you mean Ultimate Surrender? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, come on, that that was it's, the lowest hanging fruit. It's the long-awaited Australian release. <laughs> is that just a euphemism for coming? <laughs> I, I mean, anything it is now. Euphemism. It wasn't when I said it. But... <laughs> Alright, well, I think with that, we've ended the uh, Australian segment. Actually, I, 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 have, I have something for the Australian segment. Oh, really? What have you brought to the class? Yeah. Well, Bloomin' Monday is back. And oh. I'm back Steakhouse. Anytime you Kevin Hardwick, throw up. driver of the number four Ford Stop Fusion, it. finishes a top ten Stop in the Monster it. Energy NASCAR Cup Series race, you get a free Bloomin' Onion the Monday immediately following the race. That's right, this ostensibly Australian-themed restaurant is giving away Bloomin' Onions for NASCAR. The entire concept of the Bloomin' Onion mystifies me. Also, Joel, did you... <laughs> you just have chosen, like, an actual Australian dish to... Like, go, hey, look, Australia. Nope. Also, Joel, did you just fucking read out an Outback Steakhouse ad on our podcast? <laughs> I sure as hell did. 
get the fuck off the show! <laughs> I'm so, I am so, like, unreasonably mad right now! <laughs> I, I made the subwoofer joke last episode, and I'm, and I'm the one that's angry now. <laughs> I mean, that was a good joke. You should be proud of that. As I sh- as I am. But also, I now can't get out of my head that image of you giving us the thumbs up as you're outside the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> that was malicious, sir. That was spiteful and malicious, and I'll see you in court. The one time I went to an Outback Steakhouse in the US, the map had Perth on the wrong side of the country. <laughs> Wait! It also did not have Tasmania at all. It's okay, that sounds about right. Uh, wait, hold on. That Tasmania part, I almost get just because it is like a tiny little island off the coast. But also, yeah, apparently Perth is like where Adelaide is. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's not even like so, what? The thing you got to realize is Outback Steakhouse is just one in a long, long line of Americans appropriating other cultures. It's just that since it's Australia, no one actually cares. Oh no, it's fair. It's fair <laughs> game. But also now I like the idea of because just the idea of Perth being on the wrong side of the country, Outback Steakhouse is like a fragment of a mirror universe that's leaked into our. Oh universe. yeah, no, ex- exactly. Like it's they're refugees from a <laughs> parallel dimension that has been <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> that's that's how that's how most American food chains get started. Texas Roadhouse? That's not from this Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Texas B. <laughs> God. God. Well, now that hmm, that that might explain Arby's. Nothing explains uh, no. Arby's. <laughs> Fair point. No. I think we need to go to the actual show. I I guess we do. Yeah, Which... I'm gonna crack open a Foster's. It's Australian. Uh, that was just a solid block of a waveform right there in my audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, folks. Thumb you later. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. A blonde-haired man wearing a green shirt and khaki pants suddenly catches a pass from a yellow-haired woman wearing a strapless yellow dress. She screams as a man takes off running. Ha ha, he laughs. No <laughs> one can stop me. I am the great Michael. Ha ha, I say again. But unlike many of the world's other major cities, this city has its own defenders. At a nearby coffee shop, 19-year-old Kari Kamir is sipping on a daily cup of mocha latte. Usually she would be dressed in a police uniform or a trench coat, but this happens to be a day off. One, <laughs> she was glad that she finally had, after having to work on, on solving 10 cases in the past week with very little sleep. Today, she was dressed in a casual outfit, a pink short sleeve shirt, and yellow spandex shorts. I hate this. I can't continue. <laughs> Is this happening? Good, like... good, because I can't do a Kari voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much.